Today we're reading essay by Montaigne. 55. On smells. Of some such as Alexander the Great, it is said that their sweat smelled nice. Because some rare complexion outside the natural order, the cause of which was thought by Plutarch and others, but the normal fashioning of our bodies works contrary to that. The best characteristic we can hope for is to smell of nothing. The sweetest of the purest breath consists in nothing more excellent than to be without any offensive smell, as the breath of healthy children. That's why Plotus says, A woman smells nice when she smells of nothing. Just as we say that the best perfume for her actions is for her to be quiet and discreet. And when people give off nice odors, which are not their own, we may rightly suspect them, and conclude that they use them to smother some natural stench. That is what gives rise to those adages of the ancient poets, which claim that the man who smells nice in fact stinks. Okay, tag complexion. His complexion. You laugh at us, Carasinus, because we emit no smell. I would rather smell of nothing than smell sweetly. And again, a man who always smells nice, posthumous, actually stinks. However, I am myself very fond of living amongst good smells, and I immeasurably loathe bad ones, which I sense at a greater distance than anyone else. I have a nose with more flair, polypus, for sensing the goaty smell of hairy armpits than any hound on the track of a stinking whore. Tag. Immeasurably. Loath. Flare. Goaty. Doesn't that mean it smells like a goat? Okay. The simpler, more natural smells seem to me to be the most agreeable. A concern for smells is chiefly a matter for the ladies. In deepest barbary, the Scythian women powder themselves after washing and smother their whole face and body with a certain sweet-smelling unguent. With a certain sweet-smelling unguent. Mm-mm. What? No, that's not what I did. With a certain sweet-smelling unguent native to their soil, when they take off this cosmetic, they find themselves smooth and nice-smelling for an approach to their menfolk. Whatever the smell, it is wonderful how it clings to me and how my skin is simply made to drink it in. The person who complained that nature left man with no means of bringing smells to his nose was in error. Smells do it by themselves. But in my particular case, the job is done for me by my thick mustache. If I bring my glove or my handkerchief anywhere near it, the smell will linger there all day. It gives away where I have just come from. Those, those clothes, those clothes. Snake. <laughs> those clothes, smacking. Those clothes, smacking kisses of my youth, gluey and greedy, would stick to it and remain there for hours afterwards. Yet I find myself little subject to those mass illnesses which are caught by social intercourse and spring from infected air. 
and I have been spared those of my own time, of which there have been several kinds in our towns and among our troops. We read that although Socrates never left Athens during several recurrences of the plague, which so often racked that city, he alone suffered no harm. It seems to me that doctors could make better use of smells than they do, for I have frequently noticed that, depending on which they are, they variously affect me and work upon my animal spirits, which convinces me of the truth of what is said about the invention of odors and incense in our churches, a practice so ancient and so widespread among all nations and religions that it was aimed at making us rejoice, exciting us and purifying us so as to render us more capable of contemplation. In order to judge it, I wish I had been invited to experience the culinary arts of those chefs who know how to season wafting odors with the savor of various foods, as was particularly remarked in our time in the case of the king of Tunis who landed at Naples for face-to-face -face talks with Emperor Charles. His meats were stuffed with sweet-smelling ingredients so luxuriously that a peacock and two pheasants cost a hundred ducats to prepare in their manner. And when those birds were cut up, they, not filled, they filled not merely the hall, but all the rooms of his palace and even the neighboring houses with a delicious mist which was slow to evaporate. When choosing where to stay, my principal concern is to avoid air which is oppressive and stinking. My liking for those fair cities, Venice and Paris, is affected by the pungent smell of the marshes of one and the mud of the other. I'm a, I'm a For listening to podcast Double Eggplant. For more, please visit freetime.education/rewind. Text copyright by respective authors. Audio copyright 2023 by Freetime Rewind. Music by Lord Geo. I'm not a younger no more. Time flies so fast, it felt like I see I was one for. Oh oh, life is better than before. Ain't nobody gave me keys that had to break down that door. Oh oh, one side baby, one side baby, one side baby. Whoa whoa whoa. Hey, toda la gente que me está escuchando, sing sus sueños. I want everyone to follow your dreams. No dejen que nadie les diga que no. You hear me? Don't let nobody, and I mean nobody say no. Nah, nah.